Talk Zone presents Two Guys and a Mic, your mid-morning break sports talk show. It's a passionate yet lighthearted look at the world of sports, featuring the coach, John Cohn, and the big dog, Joel Radwanski. They'll recap the games from yesterday, look ahead to the matchups tonight, and cover a lot more in between. Now, Two Guys and a Mic on TalkZone.com. Welcome, everybody, Wednesday version of the Two Guys at a Mic Show, Big Dog and the Coach at your service right up until 11 o'clock. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, if you are listening anywhere in the Chicago area, absolutely miserable, pouring rain day today. I think it's going to continue all day, but look at the bright side. It's about 50 degrees. That rain could be snow. We could have about a foot and a half of snow on the ground. Hasn't hit yet. Very warm Fall, warm, early winter here in the fine city of Chicago, wherever you are listening from. We much appreciate it. Hope it's not raining where you are, but uh, we promise not to rain on your parade on today's Sports Talk Show. We will make our very best in our attempt to entertain and inform. Yeah, who am I kidding? We rarely inform, but on minor occasions we will try to entertain at any rate. Here in the Talk Zone. Dot com and the two guys at a mic show. Thanks for joining us. A little bit of music and we will get kicking off. Big Dog and the Coach. Oh, outstanding music by uh, David Olson, our producer on the other side of the glass. Thank you so much, David. One-hour sports talk and more. Of course, it's a Wednesday, so we might even get off the sports train a little bit and uh, get into some midweek musings, if you will. A little seek and ye shall find. All kinds of things to talk about. Big dog, I have my Confucius for the day today, by the way. Mm-hmm. My Confucius for the day. I heard this on the, uh, another radio station yesterday uh, from an out-of-town radio station. Never kick a cow chip when it's warm out. Thank you very much. Excellent advice. There's there's nothing really deep about that. Well, actually, there is. I would beg to differ. And it doesn't have to be deep. It's just, you know, solid advice. I've told you before, you know, when you asked me to, you know, somebody, you know, to give you a tip, I said, well, don't, you know, never eat yellow snow. This would be in the same vein, but just a little uh, friendly reminder. I didn't mean it to be deep or overly philosophical, but never kick a cow chip. On a warm day. Thank you very much. How are you, Big Dog? So, that way they just try to say never, you know, stir up crap when tensions are high? Is Possible. That what trying to say? Possible. I wasn't looking that deep. I was looking at the uh, the actual reality of it, if not the slight humor. But if you want to add some philosophy to it, you can do that. How are you, my friend? Good to talk to you. Midweek Wednesday here. Hopefully you're uh, staying dry and using your uh, favorite umbrella if you are outside. I haven't gone outside yet today, and it really sucks because I have, like, miles and miles of walking to do. So I'm going to have to spend, like, 50 bucks on cabs, which I don't have. So I guess I'm going to have to get poured on. This is not going to be a fun day. No. Do not. Rain in December is less fun than rain in November is all i got to say, Coach. <laughs> That's very true. Hey, it could be snow and it could be worse. But uh, whatever you do, don't wear your best pair of shoes. Bring an old pair, but make sure the soles are good. Because you bring an old pair with a little hole in the bottom, and you will have wet footsies, and um, that's not a good thing. Coach, I have an I have like ten thousand dollars worth of shoes. That's not a problem. Really? I got I got zero dollars worth of car. I have negative one hundred eighty thousand dollars worth of home, but I got about ten thousand dollars. I'm like I worked at Nordstrom, and I'm 
I'm not going to wear my most expensive shoes, but I'm going to wear probably my third most expensive pair of shoes okay. out there. Too. All right. So. Just make sure they got a good sole. And I, I never knew you were a shoe horse. Now, I'm going to assume you got most of your shoes at an extreme discount, hopefully not too much of a discount, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Well, when I worked at Nordstrom, right, the Havana Joe guy would come in. These are like $250 waterproof shoes, right? Yep. Come in and be like, if you guys sold five of these today, you get a free pair. <laughs> well, at about 10.45, 45 minutes later, I'm like, here, here's my, just sold my fifth pair. Can I get, it, get that free one? Oh, yeah, here. I'm not kidding you all the time, Coach. Nice. Very, very nice. I, I never, never could understand the shoe fascination. I really could. I, I mean, I have as few as shoes as I possibly can have. Obviously, women have the uh, incredible shoe fascination, but there are some guys as well, Big Doug. And it's, it's, it's almost like I'm the same way with cars. Where some guys are so into cars, noticing this car, noticing that car, the commercials, the magazines, driving oh, around. Yeah, I, I'm oblivious yeah. to cars, and I also don't understand the whole shoe fascination. I, I'm totally uh, oblivious to cars, also. It, it cracks me up. Like I, like I have this one guy, like he, my old roommate, basically was like, I can't ask his role. I don't have a nice enough car. I was like, did you honestly just say that? And, and he wonders why he never got any. <laughs> so that was Russell, by the way. He was Russell. He was not a very happy man. So he tried to. Buy happiness through buying a car every year, and it just all I did was complain his payment was too high. I'm like, well, then why did you buy a new car for like the fifth year in a row? <laughs> you know, it was, it was one of those guys. So, well, my dad was the same way. I think that's why I was so turned off by it. Uh-huh. So all my dad ever wanted to do was buy a new car, and I'm like, really, Dad? So yeah, I don't, you know, I don't get it. But you know, that's that's what makes the world go wrong, my friend. If we were yeah. all the same, if we had all the same interests and intrigues and same fascinations, it'd be kind of a boring world, wouldn't it? Yeah, and we wouldn't have Tim Tebow. Now, would we, Coach? Oh, boy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was just joking. Yeah, let's joking. Uh, I'm, I'm all t- nothing against Timmy Tebow. I love the story, love the guy and everything, support him, rooting for the Denver Broncos as long as they're not playing for the Bears. But I'm all Tebowed out. If we could be Tebow free today, I would um, I would appreciate it. It sounds like you would, too. I would be more than more than happy to. More than happy to, Coach. As a matter of fact, there's plenty of funny stories that we need to get to around the world, to be quite honest, if we're not going to, you know, totally – they have sports all day long. We can go off the sporting subject. I got plenty of good stuff for you just to let you know today. Beautiful. We invite our listeners to chime in with some uh, stories, too, off the sports page or on little, uh, you know, news and notes, titillating tidbits, midweek musings, if you will. We like to call the segment on Wednesdays sometimes Seek and Ye Shall Find. I know our producer, David Olson, has put together a couple of them. I got a few myself. Big Dog doing uh, his outstanding research for the program. Also, Big Dog, we... Um, and I'll leave it up to you. We can lead off with it, save it for the end, or fill ourselves up in the middle. But David Olson has in front of him, our producer, the uh, they have announced the Times Person of the Year. And he was going to tell me off air, and then he said, you know what, you want to do it on air, and we'll make some guesses and stuff. So um, we could do that as well. Uh, that, that, that sounds good. I didn't do very well. Normally I do better at those, those type of games. Uh, I didn't do very well on... The actual guessing who should be up for it, to be honest with you. Okay. There was a couple obvious ones I should have had. All right. I'll, I'll give you a couple of hints. Charlie Weiss did not make the top ten. I, I am not surprised by that, Coach. He did not have a good year. <laughs> I'm only saying that because in the front of my Chicago Tribune today as I keep the sports page here for professional purposes right there on the smack on the front, I got a picture of Charlie Weiss in the royal blue KU shirt which is extended out in different areas of the shirtage area, some of the areas not particularly comfortable, by the way, and uh, I got his big old butt looking at me. You know, you know, if Jimmy Johnson can do the embarrassing endorsement of extends for 
down there enlargement, okay, why can't Charlie Weiss just start endorsing one of those uh, men girdles? Yeah, he could. He could, but uh, Jimmy Johnson, the ex-coach, now football commentator? You don't know this, coach. No. It is, it's one of the funniest things. And, and I'm not talking about, he just started doing this like a month ago. This has been going on for like five years. Late at night, if I'm watching like uh like a, like ESPN blah 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 and like the Ocho and it's not the regular ESPN. Okay. All of a sudden, Jimmy Johnson will come on, and he'll talk for five uh, or a half hour about the benefits of you take of taking this tablet, and he'll have like fifteen, eighteen year old girls hanging on the whole entire podcast. It's freaking hysterical, coach. Wow. He dresses up in a. You, you got you got to YouTube this stuff, because you will be. Is he is he doing this for real? Is it is it for yeah, he, for yeah, him? He talks about it. Yeah, he, no, no, he's actually getting paid, and he says that he takes it, and because of it, things on his body have extended. That's why they call it extends. And now because of this, he's got all types of girlfriends. Yeah. And he dresses up in a fire a racing fire suit. <laughs> They'll say, hey, I'm Jimmy Johnson, and he's in the race car. No, not that Jimmy Johnson. The same Jimmy Johnson with all these, and there's a bunch of girls running there. I really like Jimmy ever since he started wow. taking extends. So <laughs> you didn't know this was going on, and he uh, jokes about it now. He's like, I'm making more money doing that than I do on Fox. Totally unaware of that. First, I've heard of it, found it extremely humorous, and my only question is the people at uh, Fox Sports have no problem with him doing that? All I know is, what are they going to do? He's endorsed something, okay? And I, 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 you're exactly right. I don't know why he's not embarrassed by it, but mm-hmm. supposedly he makes more from extends than he did when he won two Super Bowl championships with the Dallas Cowboys. Wow, that's pretty sad, isn't it? That's unbelievable. That, that's, so that's a. That's a... Just YouTube Jimmy Johnson extends, and you will literally you'll start crying, coach. Because <laughs> you like, how, why would he won two Super Bowls? He won a national title. And this dude is talking about taking pills that get him 18-year-old girls. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Who's the next spokesman? Hopefully it's not like Dan Jiggets. Oh, I know that. We don't want to see that. <laughs> and if Jimmy Johnson ages a little bit more and, you know, he starts heading into the older age area where leakage could be a minor problem, he could also uh, possibly hawk the product depends and then combine the two commercials and – Somehow you could have a quality commercial uh, sponsoring both extends and depends. Uh, you know that. Pardon the pun, but the two might go idea. hand in hand. That's an extremely good idea, Coach. Thank you very I, much. I, I'm surprised I didn't consider that already. I'm actually, it's not that great of an idea, and I'm glad you haven't considered it already. Good. Oh goodness! By the way, uh, speaking of commercials, I have on my docket for tonight. I believe it's on TBS. The outstanding, soon-to-be award-winning Turner Broadcasting System, where at 9 o'clock tonight, Big Dog, they will have the 2011 Funniest Commercials of the Year. I thought I might take a peek at that. Have you ever watched a uh, compilation like that before? No, those those are phenomenal, and most of them are going to be from uh, Sweden and Austria, which is fine. Okay. I don't know what it is, but those things around the world are are freaking hysterical. So I I guess it was a good day to bring up the Jimmy Johnson extends Commercial, you think what are the odds that'll be in there? Oh, so the half hour, so it's like an infomercial, the Jimmy oh, Johnson. It's an infomercial, yeah, yeah. Wow. He, I mean, he does this the whole thing. He does, he goes through his whole life. That's unbelievable. All the different girlfriends he has, the coach. It's, it's, it's beyond anything of embarrassment. It's, <laughs> and that's more embarrassing than you might think it is. Okay. And we thought Mike Ditka, and, uh, and by the way, I have uh, 
a sports obscurity segment today if we can get into it. This would be a non-sports obscurity, but I'll throw it at you right now, big dog. Uh, who was the, and you remember Mike Ditka, of course, semi-controversially, people were surprised, did the erectile dysfunction commercials. He was one of the first celebs to come out. I give him a lot of credit for doing that. Who was Joel MacArthur Redwanski? Who was the very first celebrity? To really make erectile dysfunction known, uh, you know, the, the first where it became publicized outside the doctor's office. Oh, without question, it was Elizabeth Dole. She was totally trying to Very uh, good. correct that situation. She was doing whatever it took to get her husband, husband to rise again. Thank you. It was Robert Dole. And no, boy, was no, that, that was amazingly out of character for him, too, at the time, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Because for the for the young listeners out there, I'm grumpy. Of course, I'm grumpy. I need to get some. Look at this girl. She's not bad for being seventy. I mean, I, I, Bob Dole. That was not bad. Well, <laughs> I don't think it was quite like that. But Robert Dole was a presidential candidate, and he was about as conservative and serious a candidate as we've had in the last like thirty years. I would say, right? Yeah, I would I say mean, so. Yeah. He, a lot of people say he lost the election that his experience was outstanding, his dependability, his honesty, his uh, intelligence. You know, he was a prime candidate, but he lost in part because the guy had zero charisma, zero camera presence, no sense of humor, and then... And then he fell off the stage, remember? No. Oh, that was bad. That, but but went, all of a sudden, the guy does the ED commercials, and then he starts, you know, making fun of himself a little bit. And a year later, after his presidential aspirations were shot, in the ground, he became even more popular. If he would have done that probably before, he might have been uh, a president of the United States. Yeah, I mean, he's got a, just one of the most amazing stories of anybody that's ever ran as president. But, no, he was way, that guy was serious, Coach. Extremely serious, though. Wow. And you're right. I do remember Elizabeth, though, very attractive young lady, by the way, the wife. Uh, they asked her what she thought about, uh, you know, him doing the sponsorship, what she thought about the pills, and she gave a thumbs up, and she smiled and said, all for it. Something to that effect. Yeah, yeah, it was it was good stuff. It was really good stuff. That's why I always joked around and said Elizabeth Dole was the one that was the, the first one out in yeah, front. Yeah. <laughs> Outstanding. All right, you got a couple of notes you want to bring up, and then I want to get to David Olson's, and we can see if we can guess and nail. We did it a couple of weeks ago, but uh, now the decision has been made for Times Person of the Year. But, Big Dog, rarely do you do research for the program. I don't want to let that homework go to waste. What do you got for us? Well, there's, there's all different type of stuff all over the uh all over the internet but but you know it is the holiday season it is the city of chicago coach and i know you're very altruistic you like to give back so mm-hmm. i thought this might be an opportunity for you and i just want to let you know that uh, according to cbs chicago uh the television station that the admiral theater coach you know the admiral theater on the north side of the city never heard of it honestly you haven't heard of it well it's <laughs> no i'm just kidding it's a place where ladies get butt naked and, and they do some dances. Okay, well, they're celebrating the 12 days of Christmas. And starting today, they're giving out free lap dances to anybody who brings in an unopened, unused toy, Coach. So if you want to go down there and get your rocks off, all you got to do is bring down, like, a matchbox car, unopened, and some girl named Epiphany will sit on you and get you all dirty and nasty, Coach, if you want to. Who I actually, who well done today? I actually heard this being discussed on another on another program, and uh, oh, that's too bad. That's too no, bad. it's not too. It's not too bad. It's, I, I forgot to even bring it up because uh, I have no problem copying things, Big Dog. It's uh, the twelve days of Christmas. 
some girl I paid 20 bucks to gave me. Hey, it's all for a good cause, Big Doug. All for yes. a good cause. Yes. I would assume they yeah. will. Uh, they'll, they'll get a fair amount of business down there. I would think. Oh yeah, but but you can only bring in one toy. You can only get one free lap dance. Okay. Well, if they, you're gonna get a free pay. lap dance, I mean, come on, bring a couple of toys, right? Uh, yeah, I guess a little lap. I don't know how much the lap dances are. Honestly, coach, I'm not saying this to be a prude or whatever. I really have not been a frequenter of strip clubs. Not because I, I don't like women's because I'm cheap. All I know is if some guy brings a matchbox car down there to get his free lap dance, he should get a free lap dance from a uh, rather uh, rotund girl, maybe by the name of Bertha. That's I mean, not bad, but it on. all depends on the matchbox car, though, Coach. Yeah, okay, but I you're going to go that route. Bring, bring three or four toys, and then you don't feel so bad about getting the free lap dance. Well, well without question, you should definitely bring something that's worth at least twenty dollars as a as a toy. You mm -hmm. shouldn't bring like a five dollar matchbox. But if you got yeah. the right matchbox, then it all yeah. holds up, no holds barred. Seriously. <laughs> That's a scary thought. Free lap dance, no holds barred, and correct me if I'm wrong, I think I still have one more punch to go on my old punch card. You know, if you go there five times, you get the 6-1 free something. i got to find that card somewhere. But uh, <laughs> take it easy. Take it easy. Uh, there, there is, and again, not that I would know, but correct me if I'm wrong, Big Doe, based on conversation, I've heard full and complete uh, nudity at the Admiral. Oh. Uh, honestly, Coach, I, I can, I've can. i only been to three strip clubs my whole entire life. Two of them were because of uh, bachelor parties. And I've gone to bachelor parties where I've stayed on the bus with the groom as people went into strip clubs. Seriously. I, I, for some reason, I'm not big on them. I did go to the Admiral once. Everybody was butt naked. And that was the day that my buddy Steve Holland had bought Jenna Jameson. <laughs> that, was, that was at the Admiral when he had purchased Jenna Jameson to do a little bit of a... a, a, a what he basically, well, yeah, it was a nice day, Coach. That's all i got to say. That was almost <laughs> the day I met Charming Star up close, too, which changed my life. So uh, it was, uh, I don't know, it was pretty fun. Yes, David. No, I was just going to confirm the Admiral is fully nude, no liquor. Yeah, that's, I remember uh, this program that I heard, and I was never aware of that, Big Dog, that apparently if you, strip clubs, if you serve alcohol, they have to have yeah, some yeah, motive of clothing. They, 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 they can go down to the pasties and the thong. That's it. Interesting. But if, they're, if they're going to show everything, no liquor. Interesting. Not even BYOB at yes. the Admiral. So no liquor, period. No liquor, period. Interesting. Probably when there's you look so many, at it. There's, big... so much, there's so many jokes that you can use with the word liquor and whether she's naked or not naked. Glad you said that and not me, my friend. Oh, goodness. All right, so we got that one out there. Twelve. So that goes on for 12 consecutive days right here in the city of Chicago. Is that Admiral Theaters throughout the country, or is it just the Chicago I, I franchise? There, I think there only is one. I don't know if there's, like, I, I don't think there's, I think there's only one Admiral Coach. The I Admiral's, no it's not a franchise? I don't know. Oh, man, I there's a business there. opportunity, big dog. I mean, that's that's like White <laughs> Castle, Steak and Shake, the In-N-Out Burger. If, that, if that's not franchise, you and me should look into regionally franchising the Admiral. Because we wouldn't be taking it, we wouldn't take advantage of our of our uh, workers. No, we would just take advantage of our clients. Strictly business, strictly yeah, business. Right. The Admiral of Muncie, Indiana, Admiral Theater, like at a Dubuque, Iowa. I think they're you know, if uh, it isn't franchised, it certainly should be. Yeah, Coach, I, I, like I went to school real just outside of Springfield. All the hundred thousand people cities in the middle of the Midwest have deja vu's in them. You don't. They've already owned that. We don't. The Admiral. <laughs> 
we got to stick an admiral back in major cities like San Francisco, yeah. Denver, Dallas. You know, you don't stick a, you don't stick okay. admirals like in the in Dubuque. Okay, I'm already uh, planning on you know different people I'm going to hire. You are already probably hired as my location guy. Oh, I don't know about location. You just want me as your security coach. <laughs> Speaking of security, by the way, I had a friend call me up. We sometimes, the two of us will call each other when we see the most obscure things. You ready for this, Dave? Now, uh, the city of Glenview, Big Dog, a pretty serene suburb, right? Mm-hmm. They just built a brand new library about six months ago. So he's over at the library with his little kid. He calls me on the phone. He says he saw a guy, a purple polo shirt with embroidery on the left chest, and it said Glenview Public Library Security Guard. Now, <laughs> do you really need a security guard at a public library? Coach, Coach, do you realize how many uh, 13-year-old girls feel? <laughs> you, seriously, do you, th- you think I'm kidding? Yes. How about that? People will go in and just steal books from libraries. Come on. I would never lie about stuff like that. Come I am on. not kidding you. The- these libraries are horrible, Coach. Horrible. I don't know. I just found that uh, it's not exactly the most dangerous no, but, but, environment. Glenview Public Library security guard wearing the big polo shirt. Yeah, I, I do. I do know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about because okay. there's a level above that. And, and I know I feel bad for the, the guys that are total jerks that do this, but on the metro trains, we now have trained police ever since uh, a bunch of wackos decided to fly planes into buildings back about 10 years ago. And these guys on the train, and I know they got a job to do, and I'm not making fun. I'm making fun of how they do it. These guys, they start yelling and screaming at people on the train. Get your freaked out off of the chair. You know, they at people. I'm like, hey, chill out. Look for a bomb and quit yelling at people because they got a, their feet on their chair. I, I just crack up. They, they put these, they can't become a real police officer, so they become a trained police officer. <laughs> and now they think they're freaking Joe, what, Sergeant Joe Webb or whoever the heck you were talking about on Dragnet. The other <laughs> Joe day, Friday, so. I think it was. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be confused with Minnesota quarterback Joe Webb. I remember yeah. way back in the day we we saw up in Wisconsin on a trip up in Wisconsin, passing us by Wisconsin Way Station emergency vehicle. Okay, we were, we were just kind of curious, like exactly what emergencies happen. You go to those way stations, basically, it's a little bit of a hut with a women's room and a men's room and a picnic table, right? So exactly what you know. Toilet paper shortage on way station number 42. Look out, coming through. I just wasn't quite sure what emergencies there'd be with the way station, let alone to have a vehicle for it. If, if you've ever had to Billy Bob Smith uh, of the South Flight line that he had to get some of his of his, uh, of his his freight off of the truck, Coach, you would need that emergency vehicle truck. <laughs> okay. Thank, right. thank you very much. I have no idea what would happen, why you would need a emergency vehicle there either. All right. Moving on, what, what else did you have besides the um, Admiral Theater? And thank you for that uh, enriching, enriching story. I'm sure everybody listening the last eight minutes is uh, a better person for it. You know, it's funny because uh, <laughs> I just realized that these two actually tie together, and this is more of a discussion. This isn't a shocking story, but it, it does involve clothes that come off easily Uh-oh. in uh in Rock Hill, South Carolina, there's a high school, Northwestern High School, and the principal there is sick of seeing kids' underwear and walking around with droopy pants. So he's decided to give people demerits and send them home or the option of putting on a belt, which he's going to give these kids. He said he's cut back on a bunch of stuff in the high school and was able to purchase a bunch of belts. So now when these kids walk through the high school, they have an option of going home 
or wearing their pants like a normal human being, Coach. I, it's a pretty, pretty intriguing idea. And the students are freaking crazed about it. They're totally upset. But <laughs> it's racial profiling and all kinds of stuff. Even though it was a white kid saying it was racial profiling, which I found kind of funny. Yeah, well, where is the school? Uh, Northwestern High School in Rock Hill, South Carolina. Uh, goodness gracious. And this is according to the, the South Carolinian the newspaper. Well, you never want to argue with the South Carolinian. No, yeah, who would? Wow. <laughs> All right. Anything, uh, you got another one for us? One, two, three? Or, um... Well, I got, I got more if, if you want to. But they, they do get a little bit more off the fringe, Coach. More? We're pretty yeah. off the fringe already. Let's let's try one more, and then I do want to get to a Times Person of the Year. By the way, I haven't thrown our phone number out today. If you do have some little stories off the sports page, humorous notes, uh, you want to jump on the sports page, you could do that too. The Big Dog and the Coach at your service. Little midweek musings, a seek, and ye shall find, if you will. Big Dog and the Coach at your service. Phone lines are open at 888 If you want to email We'll try to read some of the emails over the year. You can do that at uh, Mike2Guys at AOL.com. M-I-C and the number two, Mike2Guys, AOL.com. All right, give me one more, Big Dog. Um, well, in New Haven, uh, Mayor John D. D. Stefano is asking state legislators to lay legislation that uh, allow alien citizens, non-Americans, to actually vote in their city election. And that even though they're not citizens, they live here, and I think they should have a right on on what goes on in the city, which is which is kind of strange. And it, it ends up being that there's at least twelve thousand undocumented residents in the city of New Haven. Believe it or not, who would ever think there'd be that many, Coach? And he's just trying to he's trying to get their vote out because he figured that would be the difference between him winning the election, the one that he is definitely not going to win at this particular time. I don't even like that term, illegal aliens. Where did we ever get that term? Well, they they're not citizens of the United States. I understand. So they're not from here. Yeah. So, but just to let you know, he also doesn't like that term, this softy, and he says I, we, they should be called non-citizens. Just that's, let you know. That's a lot better. I'm okay, waiting for well, some politician. And by the way, I think the uh, 37th Republican debate in the last 53 days is scheduled for tomorrow. Always good entertainment if you're looking for some. Uh, TV viewing off the cuff a little bit, but I'm waiting for some candidate to say that. I haven't heard that. But uh, illegal alien? Yes. He wants that, I don't, you know, it, it dehumanizes the person. I'm not even sure non-citizen is the way to go, but I, I, I'd never use the term illegal alien. I don't even like the term, you know. How about I, just an illegal? You don't like non-citizen. What, what, what are you supposed to call them? How about we just, okay, how about just be like, okay, he's a Canadian. How about that? Is that better? It's a lot better. Even illegal is better. Just alien dehumanizes the person. I don't like that. I don't even like the term, to be honest with you, going way into a change of subject here, lesbian. I think well, that's, okay. you know, gay. Like, you know, if someone's gay, that, that but but lesbian makes it sound like some kind of dreaded disease. I've always... I, I, don't, I don't know what, what's wrong with the word lesbian. It just sounds... Never, it actually rolls off the tongue. It's actually kind of fun to say. I, and then, I'm not for that, by the way, because, wait, so I don't care if a guy's gay, but I like women, so I want as many to be straight as possible. I can kill her, so I'm not making fun of people. Fun to say, though. I don't know. It's just, it, it seems like it's a dramatic term, and it, it sounds like a disease to me, but that's, that's just going off the cuff. Uh, all right, so this guy's, but you think this guy's doing it for political reasons? He must be, coach. I mean, the guy has, I mean, 
maybe he maybe he really does feel this way. Maybe he really does, but it's kind of funny that all of a sudden, like like near enough the election, he figured that he doesn't have a chance to win. I was like, you know what? We should allow non-citizens to vote. Just a, just a little strange, another just political move. If the guy was totally strong and then had a chance to not need the votes, would he, you know, would he be asking to do this? Well, but the only problem is they're not going to let illegals, non-citizens, if you will, vote. And I would think most of the people would disagree with that philosophy. So if anything, he's going to lose votes. The only way he could gain votes from that, correct me if I'm wrong, unless I'm missing something here, and this is, don't forget, I could be missing something because this is a guy who opened up the show with the philosophy of never kick a cow chip when it's warm out. So it's been that kind of a day. I could be way off. But the only way he's going to gain votes is if that becomes a law, which it never will. Yeah, it's, I, I'm with you. But I'm with you. I think he's like right now following the philosophy of the Jerry Sandusky uh, defense <laughs> and it just knows it's so deep in, in up to you know what that is trying to do anything. Now, did you happen to see what uh, Sandusky's lawyer did yesterday? The biggest gaffe I think I've ever seen ever, ever. Did you know what I'm talking about? The 1-800-REALITY coach. Do you no. please tell me you know? Okay. Not, not aware. Like, I, I know Sandusky decided not to do the pretrial stuff and to put it off yeah, to the he, actual trial. That part yeah, he I'm put aware. Off the, well, he put off the arraignment. What creep. Well, well, the guy's standing on the, while well, Amendola, wherever the heck his name is, is standing on the steps answering questions. Basically, he starts saying that 10 different people lied, a bunch of them collaborated, and, and then when he puts it all together, he's like, well, do you really think that Tim Curley and so-and-so would lie about this? They're like, it just doesn't make sense. If you really would believe that, you should call up. 1-800-REALITY and tell him that Jerry Sandusky is guilty. <laughs> okay? Well, guess what, Coach? 1-800-REALITY is a gay men's hotline. <laughs> I swear to you. I swear to you. I'm not making this oh, up. I don't know why this is not. The, the reason why the media isn't making this uh, a bigger deal is they don't want to seem like they're insensitive towards homosexuals. Yes. This is all, it's exactly right. why they're not. But it, if, if you read on the Internet and find the story, it's everywhere, but they're not showing it on television or talking about on the radio because they don't want to look insensitive. But, oh, yeah. my goodness, Coach, I mean, you will be in tears when you read something. I cannot believe the guy said it. So he just throws that, go- throws that off the cuff, 1-800-REALITY, and it turns out it's a uh, hotline it for has- gay sex. Yeah, it is actually oh, a hotline for gay sex. That's that's- you call it up and you can find a man on that. Uh, that's, that <laughs> that's, called a, that's called a case in a situation going from really bad to a lot worse, which is pretty hard yeah. to do. And by the way, the reason he didn't go for the pretrial is he doesn't want to have to face to face with the people that are accusing him twice. Because he's a coward. That's why. Well, probably. Yeah. I mean, if you did what he well, did, you'd probably be a coward too. Well, let's face it. The bullies. The bullies. You have to be a bully to do that. And bullies are always the biggest cowards. Yeah. It's true. Mm-hmm. It's very true. All right. Eight 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 four six three six seven. Four eight, the phone number here, Big Dog and the Coach, Midweek Musing, Seek and Ye Shall Find. We turn it over to our outstanding, soon-to-be award-winning producer. I don't know if we've if we nominated Dave for an award, uh, Joel, for the year 2011. Well, we've been meaning to get to it. Eventually, one year we'll do it for him. I'm not sure what award, but, but damn it, he's got to win some kind of an award because he's been doing an outstanding job putting up with the two of us for almost two consecutive years, which really I wouldn't wish on anybody. But, David, I know you got a couple of stories to bring out, and then now we do have, they announced what, this morning? Times Person of the Year? Yes, indeed. All right, you want to do that first or your uh, 
couple stories you got. Oh, we can do that very. We can do that first. Okay. We can do that first. All right. Big dog, my guess, and we went through it a couple of weeks ago, but as I let it all hunker down a little bit and let it all sink in, I, I thought some form of the protesters, the Arab Spring, the protest movement in the Mideast, that would have been my choice. What was your first choice, Joel, after thinking about it? No, I, I really do like that because hopefully that's, that's what it should be if you consider how much the, the social network has actually, social media has changed how news gets around the Middle East. And it's a, a, I'm a lot less fearful of crazy people taking over in the Middle East because of this. So, so you know I, mean? I still think it could happen, but that's, that's a good one. I, I just want Osama bin Laden, how much it changed the whole entire world. But I don't even think he was in the top 50, was he, for options? That we've had that day? I'm not sure. I know we, we put the Navy SEALs down, but you just you brought up an interesting one that, uh, and David's going to tell us in a second or maybe give us some hints here, but maybe not the uh, Arab Spring, but the social network, which was part of that, a big part of that. But it's it also a big part of the country. Now, has Facebook or the social network ever won before, David? I believe Mark Zuckerberg won two years ago. Okay. Yeah, then, yeah, then that's, that, then they won't okay, go again. So because of that, you, because of him two years ago, two years later, you can have people saying, hey, you know what? They have the troops out here and they're, we're peacefully demonstrating and they're shooting at us. And you have a thousand people tweet that, then you'd have to say that's probably mm-hmm. a fact. You know, when a thousand people tweet the same exact thing. So. Interesting. All right. Cool. David, are we, uh, anywhere right or do we need to keep guessing? Uh, you were partially right, coach. You are partially right. Yeah, the uh, winner is the protester. Okay. And what they did is they lumped everything together. The occupiers. The and... occupiers, uh, the Arab protesters, the protesters in Russia, mm-hmm. uh, the protesters in Tunisia, all of them as one. It is mm-hmm. the year of the protester. The unrest. It's not bad. I guess some could argue, Big Dog, that that's taken the easy way out. And, you know, that's too general. i got to think about that. Let it set in, but I would, but I wouldn't argue that the uprisings and protests, both here in this country and all around the world, maybe overall, I guess you could run the economy every, through it. But the biggest story of the 2011. Every single year, whoever they choose, you can basically be like, oh yeah, that's why they choose him. So the fact that they kind of did a cop out, if you're calling it that, mm-hmm. what they decided to do this year, they, you know, what I mean, they they do something different every year. How could you really put your finger on what they're doing? So now, just to, just to throw this out, I don't want to change the subject too much. Well, actually, I kind of do. Did you happen to notice what happened in the protesters in Moscow three days ago? Did you did you have you seen the story, Coach? Well, I've seen a bunch of stories coming out of Russia. I know sure. they're they're avidly sure. uh, protesting. Uh, you know the rush the uh, elections. What is it? United Russia, that is Putin's well, Putin's party in Moscow. Yes. There was an uh, unidentified flying object sighted above one of the demonstrations. That was just a helium balloon of Joseph Stalin. That, that's what I'm saying. I don't know exactly what it was. 25,000 people saw it. There's video of it. It's freaking amazing. This uh, an object that looks like a dish that has red orbs on it, and it's got like these tentacles coming out of the south, flies down over the crowd, stops, hovers there for about 30 seconds and then takes off. Big Dog, we have not done our drug testing for the quarterly uh, end of 2011. Are you sure you're not under the influence yeah, I, I, of some I, I, foreign hallucinogens? I, I know you're one of those guys that 
instead of keeping your mind open, you just make fun and then you say you're liberal and have an open mind. I love when you do that. Uh, so the protesters yeah, are out there. I'm not saying that, all I know is this without question. I'm not saying it was an alien. Without question, it was an identified flying object. 25,000 people talk about it. There's about a billion freaking videos of a phone on phones, and there's a couple good ones of people with cameras. And it's, it's amazing. Freaking amazing footage. I, I've, I've I seen it. I, it, lo- it. It looks like a drone. It that, does look man-made, doesn't it? It looks like an unmanned drone. Mm-hmm. It's just pretty cool, though. So I just, I, I don't think it's alien of nature. But it, without question, it's that you have focused. Nobody knows what the did, heck it is. Did all the protesters like stop and look at her, or was it noticed? Yeah, everybody afterwards? was. Everybody in the in the and the, all the videos that I've seen so far, everybody's looking up and they're they're speaking in Russian. So I, all I all I know is the f words in Russian, and, mm-hmm. and they were being used a lot. Well, so Vladimir Putin and the uh, United Russia Party. If you uh, protest or come up with something. Slightly different in their uh, particular agenda. Often you are silenced and never heard from again, Big Dog. I think the last guy that ran for elections opposite him and claimed there was cheating is now uh, in prison. They got him for like tax evasion or something like that. Now the the owner of the New Jersey Nets, I forget the guy's name. He's got like Polkaroff. 18 letters in his last name. Polkaroff. What? Polkaroff. God bless you. But he apparently is going to run an opposition political party. Uh, you better be careful, Coach. Yeah. yeah. Even even radio people like us, Internet people like us can be silenced. I think it's ridiculous. I don't think it would ever happen, but you never. <laughs> I don't think that works quite as well on a live webcam. Remember we did that on our radio show one time? Though? Yeah, yeah, we, we did it a lot. We did a lot. No, we, we didn't did, do it a lot. We did it one time. All right, so Times Person of the Year is the protesters. How about that? Yep. Uh, first, who, was, who else were the contenders? Yeah, here, here are your runners-up. Uh, first runner-up was uh, oh, they actually have first Admiral team. William McRaven, huh? who's the commander of SEAL Team 6. The Navy yeah. SEALs. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. They were second yeah, why would they just pick one guy? They should pick the whole group. Because the whole group doesn't want to be found out who they are so ah. the wives and kids don't get murdered. Good point, Big Doug. Okay. There you go. Uh, Paul Ryan. Eh, okay. I don't like them, but from an influential standpoint, maybe. Uh, Kate Middleton. Come on. Mm. Top five? Top five. Give me a break. Coach, 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 just, you got to remember something, okay? Do you know how many, and if women, if you take this wrong, I don't, I don't mean I know a lot of women listen to talk so. But Kate Middleton is so big because there's a lot of people, there's about, 20% of women who live in a dreamland who really think that they're going to be taken away by a prince one day and their life will change. Understood. And these women follow these princesses around living their lives through them. That's, okay. I'm not kidding. I, 20%, one I, out of 10 people. I'm not going to not gonna deny that, and I fully appreciate that, but I can still argue, and I won't say disgusted, but, but negatively look upon the fact she's put in the top five for Times Person of the Year, most influential. I think she is. I think she has more class than uh, Princess Diana. Well, I'm I not really going not gonna to argue that either. No shot at Princess Diana. I mean, I have nothing against I, Kate I Middleton. I she was overrated. Princess Diana, totally overrated. Completely overrated. Yeah. The woman cheated on her husband like 50 times. Everybody acts like she's a saint. Uh, that's, Never mind. That's, that's, yeah, that's almost beyond the argument. Now, if you want to put yeah. Pippa Middleton in the top ten, I might go with that. I'm all about Pippa. That's but the Kate, younger sister, right? That's the younger sister, right? Yeah, uh, younger or older? I think I think it's her younger sister. Okay. But the, oh, but which 
Ripley is not the, the princess, right? No, no, this no. no. She's, she's a commoner. Okay, there you go. I just the one that isn't married. Yeah. I, uh, Kate married the the guy, right? Yeah, yeah, the prince. Kate, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what I was trying to get. Prince. I've always been William. Yeah, William. Prince William. Yeah, Prince yeah. William. Harry is still available, by the way, big dog. Just, well, if he wasn't so hairy, he might be available. <laughs> In case you're keeping track, I personally I've always been attracted to commoners myself. Is, that's that's probably the nickname of the next NBA basketball team. That's not bad. Commoner, not bad. The England commoners. All right. Uh, anybody else in the top five? Top uh, yeah, rounding out the top five was Ai Weiwei. That was oh, the, yeah. uh, yeah, the, that the was China. your guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's your guy from China. Our guy from China. Heck yeah. yeah. Interesting. That's not the host of the Biggest Loser. That was the Is guy it? I wanted to win. <laughs> the host of I The Biggest know. Loser? No, I don't know who that is, Coach. I thought that was Ai Weiwei. I've never watched an episode <laughs> of The Biggest Loser. I haven't either. I just oh, thought that'd be a good way. I get it. I, I just thought that'd be a good name for the host. All right, enough of that nonsense. Eight 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 four six three six seven four. Now, David, you had some more uh, midweek musings on the Seek and Ye Shall Find segment here on the Two Guys in a Mic Show. Well, yeah, there's this cool Hollywood auction that starts tomorrow. It's called the Icons of Hollywood auction, and they've got some really, really cool stuff that's uh, going on the block. Uh, they've got like the ruby slippers from the Wizard of Oz. Which are going on? Expected to go for at least two million dollars. Interesting. Wow. Uh, the same thing. The uh, cowardly lions costume. That's also supposed to go for two million. Uh, they've got Marilyn Monroe's wedding band from Joe DiMaggio. Oh my goodness. That's supposed. That's, that's supposed to go. That's supposed to go for at least half a million. That's all. Wow. I thought it'd be more than that. Uh, they've also got like one of the Back to the Future cars, the DeLorean from the third movie. That's supposed to go for about three hundred thousand. They've got Bella Lugosi's cape from Dracula. Cool. I was going to say if they had Bella Lugosi's bile from the, <laughs> when the movie was done. They, Never mind. They might, but it's not selling very well right now. Uh, the couch from uh, the TV series Friends can be yours for five thousand dollars. That's not so. That's worth it. Five grand is worth it to somebody. That's going to go for more than five grand. Yeah, absolutely. Because somebody with like a multi-millionaire is like, hey, let's spend ten grand on that. Put it in our den. It'll be hilarious. Seriously, that's going to go for more than five grand. They've got uh, one of the phasers from the original Star Trek TV series, which is are, they're always big ticket items because they didn't save the props. So that's supposed, they're supposed to go. They're going to start that uh, around thirty thousand. Seriously, what, 30000 though, for a laser beam coach? Seriously, you know how much Not even a real three? one. Brings to mind, Big Doe, what I'm trying to go through it's my mind real. here. You can't kill anybody with the same Never What mind, are some, think of TV shows or movies, Big Doe, that have particular, not people, but particular artifacts that you might be interested bidding for. And just off the top, I wrote a couple down. One would be the uh, the horse's head. That was in the bed from the original Godfather. I'd pay for that, as long as they yeah, cleaned it up was, a little bit. Was that uh, the bikini that C.B. Cates wore when oh. she got out of the oh. pool in Fast <laughs> Times at Richmond Heights? Wow. That might sell for even more than the half a million for uh, Marilyn Monroe's wedding band. If there's, if there's anything I could have, it would be that. Okay. I might I might go for the Would you say bikini top or bikini bottom? Both. Coach, I wanted the whole thing. I might go for the one Sybil Shepherd was wearing in uh, the Heartbreak Kit. I have not, not seen that. You need to. Not the new Heartbreak Kit with Ben Stiller, but the original one with Charles Grote. Actually, okay, 
very good uh, film. But that was like the breakout film for Sybil Shepherd, and uh, it might have been a breakout for Sybil Shepherd. It was, in some ways, a breakout film for me also, Big Dog, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I, I think I do, Coach, sadly. What about, now, I think this has been sold before, but one of the greatest artifacts in TV history, Archie Bunker's chair. That's been no, sold. That's, that's in the Smithsonian. Ah. That's in the Smithsonian. Can we no, that, that's a good call, though. Okay. Uh, I think Fonzie's jacket is in oh, the, yeah, that's the Smithsonian, too. Now, here's one that I wanted uh, always. I don't think a lot of other people, but the Lone Ranger's holster and gun belt. From what I heard, though, Big Dog, wow. from what I heard, Tonto still has it in his house, and that's all. There's a... A story behind that, which I don't want to get into. There's there's a there's an emotional <laughs> there's an emotional attachment to it, and, and you know, yeah. And, and whenever he's I just can't quit your ranger when he, when he comes out with that, that it's you know it's, it's pretty difficult. Well, we can get you we can get you a replica for seven hundred dollars. Seven hundred for a replica? That's not bad. Yeah. That's not bad. About, Is it? Go ahead, though. The, the toupee. From Sam Malone that he took off of Cheers at the end of the, the last episode when like he took that. his hair off. I like that. That right there, that was like people lost their minds. It was one of the greatest moments in TV history that I could remember. I, I mean, like I just that. lost it when that happened. Can you imagine? You got a bachelor pad, big dog, and I know you're not a complete bachelor at this point, but you're still technically a bachelor. You get uh, male or female to walk into your uh, apartment, your condo, whatever it might be. And you've got mm-hmm. Phoebe Cates' bikini on one side, and you've got Ted Danson's toupee from Cheers on the other side? Mm-hmm. That's about as good as it gets. And, and trust me, when I send them home, I'm going to give them the Derek Jeter care package. <laughs> you tell me you heard about that one. I you? did. David Olson, have you heard about this one? Uh, go ahead, Big Doug, because this, this, is, this is the very essence of uh, Seek and Ye Shall Find. Go ahead, Big Doug. Well, uh, allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly, and this is uh, according to CBS New York, that when uh, Derek Jeter is done with the date and sends the young lady home via his his car service, they're sent home with the Derek Jeter care package, <laughs> like some some lotion, autographed baseball. <laughs> yeah, autographed baseball. Like, I don't. I don't think it's true. I don't think it's true. Oh, I bet it is. Like, if it is, it's the greatest story I've ever heard. <laughs> I'll bet it is. I'll yeah, bet it is. I don't think it's true, Coach. I just think it's just something funny, like just to add to the legend of I what don't is think there. So. I, I think it's true. It says, it says that he has a bachelor pad in the Trump World Tower. Where is that, New York? Yes, yes not, that, that one is. Not Chicago. That one is on Central Park West, I'm they, pretty sure. They use a backdoor entrance in the building to avoid the paparazzi. Uh, he has a gift basket of autographed baseballs, memorabilia, which usually includes signed baseball, waiting for the woman when they get into the car to take home, either that night or the next day. What a sentimental gift! <laughs> Do you really? Uh, if that's true, that's one of the funniest things. In the, I mean, like, can you just see like, oh, look, some hand lotion. Oh, how sweet, Derek. How sweet. You know. <laughs> uh, I didn't see an autographed picture in there. You'd think the least would be, you know, a signed autographed picture. I mean, come on. Oh, so that's funny. That's, I guess if you make nineteen million dollars a year, you can afford a stabbing cabin in the in the Trump Take you know, World Plaza Tower. Take it easy. Take it easy. Eight 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 four six three six seven four eight. Big dog and a coach. Semi off kilter today. Semi off color. Semi off is what we normally do. David, you had another story. For no, 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 no. I just, I just, I just found the the Derek Jeter story. That's awesome. Is there any other memorabilia that we uh, did not include? <laughs> hold on, hold on. In the gift package. 
Uh, it's nice though that you have a car waiting, big dog, with a driver. Yeah, that's not bad. That's it's not, not bad because when you have that, because yep. if you live in New York, the last thing you want to do is drive. You know what I mean? Right. And you don't want to. What are you going to do? Give a girl like fifty bucks for cab fare home? Yep. You know, to actually have a driver, yep. she can't be that mad at you anymore. It avoids the uh, the walk walk across campus. What do they call that in the college? They call it the, the uh, walk of shame. Yeah, the walk, the of, walk shame. of shame. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That, that's that's exactly what they used to call it. It was not that I've ever did it or had somebody do it for me. I've heard you of Mac Murray, Mac Murray College. Often you would uh, hire like a horse and buggy to take the young female across the courtyard for the walk of shame, so she'd feel a little bit more honored. No, I would. I never that walk of shame you do by yourself. You know that is not it's not the walk of shame if you're with somebody. It's when you have to do it by yourself. <laughs> I wasn't meeting with camp. somebody. I said you put her in a horse and buggy, so she's got an S. She's by herself. But she gets a little more majestic escort. Yeah, that's uh, that's very like what do you call it? Uh, dark hollow of you, coach. That's that's awful nice. <laughs> uh, or sleepy hollow. Excuse me. I was trying to think of what it was called. Now there's that like there's that moment when you're leaving, like oh my goodness, I was just used. Derek Jeter doesn't want anything to do with me. I can't. He's throwing me away. <laughs> and all of a sudden you get the gift basket. And you're like, hey, it's a party. <laughs> hey, a signed baseball. Look at that. <laughs> Put <laughs> the gift pack, a little flower, a little picture. That's very nice. A $500 meal, a ride home, a gift basket. Hey, and, a, a, and a Derek Jeter bobblehead for your troubles. <laughs> <laughs> gift certificate, two for one, to uh, you know one of New York's finest restaurants, I'm sure. Uh, by the way, David, not everybody gets the bobblehead. Ah. That's, that, that has to be earned. Yeah, yeah, that, that's the special one. They've got, yeah, I've got two tiers of gift baskets, I guess. <laughs> uh, you might even get a phone number if you get the bobblehead. Who knows? All right. Big Dog, any, uh, we've been off the sports page the entire day. Any little topics you want to get to? I know we got Bears in Seattle coming up this weekend in a uh, obvious must-win situation. University of Illinois looks like they're going to hire your guy, Vic Koenig, as the defensive coordinator. we got uh, uh- NBA basketball about to start. Anything in the docket we didn't get to as we uh, barely touched on sports today, my friend. In, in the whole world of sports, yeah, that's pretty much all I need to hear right now. And just, just throw, that, that sounds good. The Bears are must win. Uh, the White Sox have decided that 2012 is the end of the world in their organization. And uh, the Cubs right now, they're just holding out hope that they still can't get Prince Fielder. And there's a lot of rumors right now saying that the Cubs are going to do an angel move on pool holes. And come in, and as soon as all the offers are given the fielder, say, okay, we'll give you this. This is what we'll get for you. But if Scott Morris is in control of that, the Cubs are going to end up overpaying if that was their scheme. Yeah, so so, so far, and I, I have uh, semi-trust in Theo and Jed and company, uh, but I'm not happy with the, the uh, makeup of the ball club right now. I thought they were going to go young. Instead, they're picking up some veterans. Maybe they're doing that for a year or two, and underneath the ground, they're really building the foundation. I hope I, I, I don't know what the veteran case. they picked up, but which veteran did they pick up? They picked up uh, 25-year-old Ian Stewart, who's already had a 26 home run season in Major League Baseball. I mean, I call them that. They haven't picked up any veterans. Well, yeah, they? David DeJesu. Oh, that's right. David, he's a, yeah, he's like 28, though, because he can run. And field. I mean, that guy's—he's not old and slow. Right. So I will—I will, will keep the faith. But again, I, I want to see at some point the youth movement come in and build from within, primarily, and then you know pick up a few free agents as we talked about many times. Yeah, uh, yes, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I understand. And by the way, the Bears beating Seattle—the not only is it a key game for the wild card, but I want them badly to win this Sunday, Big Dog, so that 
so that the Green Bay Packer game on Christmas uh, Eve, I'm sorry, Christmas night, becomes that much of a bigger game. If Seattle knocks off the Bears, then we go into that you know big quote unquote Christmas night you know huge game everybody's anticipating, and all the Bears have to look forward to is play the spoiler role. I don't want to play the spoiler. I want to beat the Packers, and I want that game to be great. But I also want it to have playoff implications for the Bears. I want the Packers worried that hey, if we beat you. You might have to see us again down the road. So I guess what I'm saying is by beating Seattle Sunday, my main inspiration for winning that game is to make the Packer game a week later that much more special. No, no, no. You're, you're right, Coach. You, you're absolutely right. That, that, well, that's focus on Seattle. But, yeah, you're exactly right about the whole – if they're playing the Green Bay Packers as a spoiler, that's not going to yeah, be Yeah, it'd be, a, it'd be a, you know, especially after the early start to this year, it'd be a major disappointment. Yeah, it, yeah, it definitely would be a major, major disappointment. Now, just – you brought up there that the, the Packers are going to want to try to force the Bears out of the playoffs. And, and I agree with you. I totally agree. Just just throwing it out there. Imagine uh, Forte has a MCL. Okay, so if the Bears make it to the fact that they'd be playing the Packers in the playoffs, by then Forte would be healthy. And by then Cutler's thumb would be healed. Who, do, who would the Packers rather play in the NFC Championship game? The Bears or the Saints? Everybody, everybody would agree that the Saints are better than the Bears right now. But still, if you're the Packers, I'd rather play the Saints than the Bears. And Because you're exactly right. They want to force those guys out. The Packers were the sixth seed last year, and that was the last team the Bears wanted yeah. to play in the NFC Championship game. And we all knew it. We knew it week one. We knew it. The other assumption with that is if, if Cutler comes back. Yeah, Having exactly. not played for six weeks, don't forget in the playoffs, sometimes you get a bye. There's some inactivity there. You know, is he going to be able to regain his form? Obviously, you come back in the playoffs. You you know, you, you can't take two or three games to regain your form. You got to do it do it immediately. How good will Cutler be in that first game back? No, no you're, you're exactly right. But I was I'm just saying that like the only way without Forte and Haney yep. that the Bears could beat the Packers. Yep. Is the fact that the Bears and Packers are gigantic rivals. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's like the only that would be the only thing that we can hold our hand on is the fact that you know the Bears will keep it close because it's just the intensity of the football game. You can throw so, the records out the window. Hey, by the way, is. by the way, quick, oh, go ahead, Dave. Oh, no, I've got I've got a huge Cubs move. move. It's official? Well, no, no, it's, well, yeah, but it's not the one that we're talking about, though. All right, go ahead. Uh, they, the Ricketts have bought the McDonald's uh, at... <laughs> at, at Clark and Addison. No, that's huge. Nice. So they've got that whole parcel now. Interesting. So that most likely won't be a McDonald's for long. No. No, 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 it'll be. It'll be a massive McDonald's and five-tier parking garage is what it's going to end up being. Interesting. Not a and hotel? You know cool? if, they could, if they build that right, they won't mess up the view of Wrigley Field towards Wrigley Field when you're not in it. And from Wrigley Field, like, because like, you're not gonna, it's not gonna block like the view, like if you built something in left field or right field. You know what I mean, coach? Interesting. If they do that right, yeah. they could have a massive money maker, and it'll, and actually can make it more convenient for Cup fans to go down there and possibly park, and they can make a, who knows how much money, a ten million extra a year out of it. Next thing you know, that you get yourself a third starter for free, basically. Hmm. I always thought the whole parking thing was overrated at Wrigley Field because uh, Dude, I, that's what the L is for. If you drive to Wrigley, you're an idiot. I agree. Well, no, I, I don't agree because I've driven to Wrigley before. If you're afraid of walking, 
and I don't want to use the word idiot, but if you're afraid of walking, then you have it. If you got two healthy legs, you know, well, oh, we my God, more than three or four. You, you park 15 minutes away, a 15-minute walk. There's plenty of parking, big dog. I've done it many and many a time. You just, you know, you, you park. You and I do that. You and I do that. We don't even pay because we know where to park. Okay, oh, no, you never pay. There's, there's plenty of side streets where you can park and you take a 15-minute walk, a 20-minute walk most of the mm-hmm. games. The weather is not that bad, so that's why I always thought the parking was over here. Yeah, you got the L train, public transportation. Walk. Plenty no, of parking. Just got to walk. Drive to Wrigley Field. Like, really drive to Wrigley Field. That's how it was because they're spending 50 bucks on parking, and it, it takes them longer to actually get there than if you would have parked at, say, like Ravenswood in Belmont. Yep. And that's a 20-minute walk. And you walk through one of the coolest neighborhoods in the city That's of Chicago, exactly and you right. just take a dime. Right. Yeah, so you pass, I, you I, pass I, I by all the cool Cub fans. There's good people watching as you walk and stuff. It's outstanding. All right, Dahl, we got to wrap up today's show. An outstanding right. performance on Seek and Ye Shall Find. Our general manager Chris Whitting giving me a thumbs up. Big dog, you did well today. That wasn't a thumb. Yeah, you're actually right. As I look closer, it's not. <laughs> Be nice. We're about to start year three of this program. David Olson, coach. You guys did a phenomenal job today. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow at 10. Thank you out there, everybody, for uh, going along with the game today and for listening. We much, much appreciate it. David Olson, our producer, great job for the TalkZone.com. Two guys and a mic, big dog and a coach. We'll see you tomorrow at 10. Don't be late. Have a great day.